There are men who are wandering away or just departing from maintaining a clear conscience. And because of that, they are destroying their faith. In the light of this, here's the first thing I want you to do. I want you to start praying. And pray for whom? Pray for all. And then he mentions these four things. He says supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving all. So he says you pray for all people, verse 2, especially for those who are in civil authority. And what would be the outcome? He says there, so that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life. And we want to live it in all godliness and reverence. That means we want godliness, reverence toward God to be established in our society. Praying for our leaders, praying for all people, praying for our leaders. It's a good thing because... It's going to result in this. It's going to result in the fulfilling the desire of God's heart. The Bible is absolutely clear. And this is one of those places where there is one God and there is only one way of salvation. One mediator between God and man. And he is the only one who gave his life as a ransom for many. Verse 7. Two points I can bring, we can bring out from this verse. That Paul moved in more than one office. He was a preacher, evangelist. He was a teacher. And he was an apostle. So it's possible that God would raise people up who move in more than one ministry function. And that can happen in several ways. The next thing I want to point out in verse 7 is this. Paul says, I, I was a preacher, teacher, apostle to the Gentiles. To a certain kind of people. And I firmly believe that there are people who are attached to your life. God sends you to a now in verse 8, when he says, I desire therefore that the men, now it is a masculine word. He's really referring to male, the, the, the male gender. And he says, I desire therefore that the men pray everywhere. Lifting up hands is an act of surrender. Now you can lift it up literally. But most important thing is you pray out of serenity God. Lifting up holy hands without anger, without strife, without fighting with each other. And without doubting or disputing, quarreling. So he says, women, when you get together, when you pray, your focus should be on godliness and good works. Not on these other things. Now he's not saying don't comb your hair. He's saying... Just as when the men get together and pray, they're focused. They, it's important that they do it out of surrender, out of holiness. They do it out of, without strife and they do it without doubting. So also you women, you get together, you pray that your focus should not be on these outward things, but you focus on God, godliness and good works. That you show that you are a woman who's pursuing godliness and good works. Verse let a woman learn in silence with all submission. And I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man, but to be in silence. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. So first, what did Paul, the apostle, practice in his own ministry? What was his own ministry practice? And I'll submit these things to you very quickly. When you look at the, the New Testament, you find that Paul in his ministry did not suppress women. He said, Romans 12, 4. That to each one, gifts are given, male and female. And in that list is teaching, is prophecy, is leadership. As far as spiritual blessings, we are co-heirs, men and women. In fact, the Bible says, in Christ, there's neither male nor female. Nothing. We are equal. 
But in terms of government, the way God administered administration in government, he's put the man in charge of the woman. Throughout the Bible, we find that God has anointed and has used women all along. Paul is just stating what happened in the garden. So we don't use 14, verse 14 to say women are so gullible or keep them away. No, that word salvation is a comprehensive word. It's used to talk about the reversal of the, the curse that came in because of the fall. So that blessing is yours, ladies, through the cross, right? For you to believe God that says, look, I will be saved in childbearing if you continue in faith, love, holiness, and self-control. So what can we take away from chapter 2? I want you to pray always, everywhere, for everyone. Because your prayers matter. 